What is up, everybody? We're not doing a weekly this week, but we're doing a little separate thing that we're going to talk about random shit, me and Russell. So this is your sort of DQP weekly. Yeah. Me, Shane, not your boy. Not your boy. With Russell, the love muscle, the producer. Oh, yeah. Check this shit out. We're going to talk about some magic now. This wasn't tacked on after production. (laughs) What are you talking about? (laughs) All right, roll it. Since we're not doing a weekly this week, we're going to talk about at least one thing. What was that? Yeah, we got a couple headlines. I got a couple okay. things. Uh, so one thing is, uh, so Magic the Gathering, collectible card game. I know everyone that actually listens to this show knows what I'm talking about. They've been doing crossovers with, they have their own lore for for the card game, right? Yeah, they have um, for as long as the game has been since around. Since 93. Yeah. Um, and it's always been contained to its lore other than, you know, like they do some like jokey stuff. But uh, in the last few years, they started printing like crossover stuff that is like licensed. So they did like a Dungeons and Dragons thing because they're both yeah. owned by Wizards of the Coast. Mm-hmm. Uh, they did some Transformers stuff because Wizards of the Coast is owned by Hasbro, which yeah. owns Transformers, I believe. Um but they're doing a Lord of the Rings one coming up this summer. Yeah. Uh, so, if you know about Lord of the Rings, you know about the One Ring. The One Ring to rule them all. So there's a... I've, I, I don't know if I've talked about this on the show before, but like, or on the weekly or anything. But um, in the last few years, Magic has also been... Uh, doing a lot more um, like variants of of cards. It yeah. used to be uh, there was only like boosters. You just had boosters. Yeah, that was like how you got the cards. And there was like some other stuff, but it was like pre-made decks or just like larger packs of random cards. Yeah. Um, but boosters were how you got the card, and they were collated the same way. They had a certain number of commons and a certain number of uncommons, certain number of rares. You had a chance to get a foil. Um, and that started after the game started. Um, but they, they'd been running with that for a while. Yeah. Uh, but they started doing a lot of like alternate art variants. Uh, that weren't just promos that you could get like at a convention or at like a competition or tournament or something. They were in packs. And um, so then they, they a couple of years ago, they started doing different kinds of pack, different kinds of boosters. They did yeah. draft boosters, yep. which were collated the same way boosters had always been collated. Mm-hmm. And then they did set boosters, which had less cards in it. Yeah. Um, and they had a higher concentration of rares and a higher concentration of uh, the variants yeah. and, and foils, okay? And then they had collector boosters, which were an even higher, like they were all variants or foils and a very high concentration of 
rares. Yeah. Okay. So these, you know, you had your normal price, which stayed the same for the, bo- the regular draft boosters, which is actually a lot higher than when I bought them when I was a kid. But yeah, I mean, shit gets more expensive. Yeah. So they were like three dollars. Now they're like five or six dollars, something like yep. that. The set boosters were more. They're like eight or ten dollars, and then the collector boosters are like twenty bucks, something Jesus like that. Jesus Christ. Yeah. No, it's stupid. But I didn't realize the set boosters got up that high. Yeah, the collector boosters are ridiculously expensive. Um. So they're they're they have all these variants of foils and shit, right? Uh. Which my my previous point, if I've talked about this before, was that they're trying to uh, speculate on their own uh, value, yeah, and take advantage of the secondary <clears throat> market by yep. flooding the market with all these special versions of everything, yeah. Um, so people will buy more because those people are speculating that these things will be worth more money than the regular ones, yeah. Uh, which is the same thing that, um, football cards in the nineties, baseball cards in the eighties and nineties comics did in the nineties. And all those fucking things went bankrupt. Mm-hmm. Just want to put that out there. So if I've talked about this before, that's why I talked about it because it is very similar to the comic speculation in the nineties that like almost killed DC and Marvel. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Because all of a sudden everything was special. So nothing was special. Yep. Think about that for a second. If everything yep. is crazy art and foil embossed and holographic and shit, then it doesn't matter that any of it yeah. is crazy foil embossed holographic and shit. Yeah. All right. Cause you're printing millions of them. Yep. So then the opposite of printing millions of them. Yep. Is printing one. Yep. So there's the one ring to rule them all to rule them all there's a regular card that has a regular rarity i'm assuming it might be more rare than some of the other cards because they have a new rarity that they've been doing for like last 10 15 years something like that that's uh called mythic rare so it's common uncommon rare mythic rare um so it's probably a mythic rare uh so that's like a regular one it probably has normal collation that other mythic rares have. And then there's a alternate art one that you can find in the set boosters. And Mm -hmm. you can also find a foil of that alternate art. Yeah. And then in the collectors boosters, there's another alternate art. And then there's a foil that is a totally different alternate art. And there is only one of that one. And it's only in collector boosters. And in the darkness, bind them. Yeah. So, normally, these collector boosters, you can buy them for like $20, $22, depending on where you go. Sometimes they're more expensive if you go somewhere stupid. Yeah. Um, you can buy them individually. You can buy them by the box. There's 12 boosters in a box. 12 by 20, that's like, you know, $240 normally. Somewhere yeah. between... 200 and 300 dollars depending on how hype the set is right yeah and then you can also get a a collector booster one collector booster in a gift bundle which they do these bundles which has like eight set boosters a neat box like some uh some lands which you need lands for the game if you don't don't worry about that um it comes with like a life counter and uh some like pamphlets on how to play the game or different like play styles whatever yeah 
so the bundles normally come with eight set boosters and all this other junk, right? Yeah. The gift boost, the gift bundles normally come with the same exact thing uh-huh. as the regular bundle, but a little prettier. Maybe like the box is foil or something instead of being regular painted or yeah. printed on. And it comes with one collector booster. So these are usually about 40. They used to be like 35 bucks. Now they're like 50 bucks. So you can get the Lord of the Rings. You can pre-order the Lord of the Rings regular bundle, eight set boosters, a bunch of junk for $46 on TCGplayer.com right now. That's not too bad. That's not terrible. And that's where I get the one ring? No. You can't get the one ring in the set booster. It's only in collector boosters. So You've there's a gift me. box, though. There's a gift box. It's the okay. exact same thing as, as the bundle, but it has one collector booster in it. Oh, okay. And it's like like $51.99? No, it's $110 fucking dollars. I'm sorry, fucking what? It's $54 more for the gift bu- gift bundle than it is for the regular bundle. To get and, one and collector's the, pack. The difference is, is that the box that it comes in is foil embossed instead oh, of just well, being printed God. on. And the life counter is special. Well, and it comes with a collector's, collector's <laughs> booster. So if the collector's booster was the same price it normally is, say it was $25, uh-huh. then the foil embossed box and the random fucking bullshit life counter that you're never going to use unless you play D&D uh, is like an extra 20, 20 fucking dollars, $21. You should get two fucking collector's boosters for $110 and the bundle. Okay. That's fucking nuts. Even with the price that they're putting on Amazon and TCG Player for a box of the collector boosters, these gift bundles are overpriced. Yeah. Because the collector boosters, collector booster boxes, are going for $425 on TCGplayer.com and on Amazon. They are... So that's what twenty dollars less than twenty dollars a piece. Yeah, close to. Or not less than twenty dollars, less than forty dollars. Yeah, it's like thirty-seven dollars or something. Let me do the math real quick. Yeah, I, you lost me a long time ago. Thirty-five dollars and forty-two cents. All right, sure, that sounds right. So it's it's almost double the price, but it's not fifty-four fucking dollars. No, no, no. So why is the gift bundle fifty-four dollars more than the regular bundle when it's normally like? $15 more, you usually get a do you, deal. Do you have an explanation for this? Because no. I can explain it. I can it's, tell you why. Well, it's so when I ask my mom to get me magic cards <laughs> for Christmas, yeah. she goes and she spends all that extra money because she doesn't know. She doesn't play yeah, the she game. She has no idea. Yeah. yeah. So she goes and spends all that extra money. It's taking advantage of the elderly as well. Well, here's the other thing. Normally, those those gift bundles are not that much more expensive. Yeah. They're usually like 10 or $15 more expensive than a regular bundle because all you're getting is an extra collector's pack. Yeah. And there's a, these bundles are made to be a deal. Yeah. Okay? And it's not a fucking deal no, this time. Not a deal it's at all. actually more expensive than just buying a pack separately. Yeah. Well, depending on how much they're selling them for. Yeah. And I'm going to tell you why. Because this one fucking card has a legitimate offer of a bounty of $100,000 on Facebook right now. Mm -hmm. 
There is a guy with a legitimate reputation for buying magic cards. I don't know if he's like a a, col- a known collector. He's if a, he's, he's a, like a he's YouTuber, a mustache, mustache twirling. His villain. name's like Dan Brock or something. Okay. Um, he's like I don't know if he's like a pack opening YouTuber guy. Yeah. Because I've seen them pay several thousand dollars for somebody's collection that didn't have anything in it. Yeah. And um and those people make money. But uh, somebody that can afford to and has the reputation of they will actually buy it for this price. Yeah. There is a bounty of a hundred thousand fucking dollars for this card. Now, there is only one of these. Mm-hmm. There will be only one. Yeah. The most expensive card that has been sold recently of Magic: The Gathering was a I don't know if it was Alpha or Beta. The first or second set, but it was a Black Lotus. Yeah. It's a famous card in in nerddom. Yeah. Um, it sold on eBay for five hundred and eleven thousand dollars. That's fuck through eBay? Through eBay. <laughs> <laughs> eBay actually has like a crazy card collecting thing. Have you heard of the the eBay vault? No. They like they like if you are buying a card to then like sell it, they will store it for you and they have like crazy insurance and shit. Oh, what so the you fuck? like never get it. Like if it's if it's part of the vault and you want to keep it in the vault, like it yeah. stays they hold on to it. No, I did not know that. That's There's wild. like the, I I haven't gone super deep into the details of it, but like it that's where, what it how it sounds. Where is this vault? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Not that I'm like, you know, planning on robbing it or anything. Just, yeah. just you know, a general location. Would did be you good hear that the map. place, the comic place that we went got yes, robbed? Okay. I did. We went to this crazy cool comic place. I think we talked about it on the show for yeah, Russell's uh, bachelor party. It actually got broken into and robbed. And we were talking about when we were there, we were like, holy shit, it'd be super easy to rob this place. <laughs> <laughs> we didn't do it. <laughs> we didn't do it. But we talked to the guy about it. We were like, hey, man, like you have insurance on all this stuff. And he was like, yeah, totally. And I was like, okay, because like I know what some of these are worth. <laughs> I can't like, wait to see just... the headline in three weeks on the fucking Fox News that's like local podcasters talk about when they robbed the comic book stop. Yeah, anyway. <laughs> anyway, so like the most expensive card that's ever that has, I think, ever been recorded like publicly as being sold yeah uh is this black lotus for five hundred and eleven thousand dollars okay yeah. there are seven thought to exist in the world mm-hmm. that are of that quality yeah so if there's seven of that card worth 500 this is all bullshit theory from other people that i'm ripping off but seven in perfect condition of this card they're not in perfect condition because they're like 30 years old yeah but seven of them theoretically worth five hundred and eleven thousand dollars a piece this card could be worth more there are rumors that post malone rapper (laughs) post malone in case you didn't know is also a filthy magic player uh who's filthy rich yeah. Uh there is a rumor that he increased the bounty or snaked the bounty away from this other guy that can't afford a million dollars <laughs> to a million dollars for the one ring. Yeah. A million dollars. Because there's also a rumor that he paid eight hundred thousand dollars for a signed artist proof of Black Lotus. Yeah. 
I th- you you told me that you think he has a black lotus tattoo, right? Or like I has a magic he has gathering a magic, tattoo. The gathering tattoo. I can't remember what he has. It might be the black lotus. But, but I've but seen a video of him has. like at a Friday night magic at some fucking shitty game store. Yeah. Playing magic. Yeah. And it's just like the only difference between the like random smelly basement dwellers that I've played magic with at a fucking dumb shitty game store somewhere and post malone is that he has a lot of tattoos and money yeah everything else (laughs) is the same um (laughs) the hair looked the same the fucking shitty mustache looked the same uh but yeah so like it's just fucking insane like they're putting they're putting this thing out there that's gonna like fuck up it might make it better just because it's going to bring like attention to it. Yeah. But it, I feel like they're trying to fuck up the secondary market. Uh, yeah. So I mean, like, I this don't... is a popular IP, right? So they're going to sell yeah. a lot. It's a crossover. So they're trying to bring in people that don't play magic to buy this. Right. Yeah. They're also basically doing a fucking Willy Wonka golden ticket. Yeah. Um, so people are going to buy a bunch yeah. To to try and hit the lottery. Yeah. And it's like they're putting all of this on the most expensive thing that they put out. And it's yeah. already affecting pre-order price. Yeah. Pre-order is above manufacturer suggested retail price. Right. Like Yeah, this they're is nuts. gonna No, yeah, this is absolutely fucking insane for for a lot of reasons. So a couple thoughts. Um a, I think it would be funny if the card didn't actually exist, <laughs> and that's what actually caused them to go bank- bankrupt. That'd be funny as because hell. no one ever gets the card. They lose the card. So, so you know, follow follow me down this rabbit hole real quick. You know, say say the card is ends up in someone's oh. in someone's booster that UPS is delivering, and UPS loses the package. Or yeah. the package gets damaged. They throw it away. They replace it. Right. Yeah. So if there can never be any proof that the card actually existed. Well, yeah, it's that's it's, thousands of lawsuits. Well, it's it's the it's the uh, monopoly uh, shit, right? You know about that stuff? No, I don't think so. The monopoly game from McDonald's. Oh yeah, the people that were running it were scamming it. Yeah, and because like their whole family was like winning all the expensive shit, except for like the million dollars. Like nobody ever won the million dollars. Yeah, and it was because this family was like fucking the whole thing up. That's, yeah. You couldn't win. You couldn't win yeah. any of the uh, of the good prizes. Yeah. For and that that went on for like twenty fucking years. Yeah. And this one family was just like taking everything down, and they had no idea. Yeah. For twenty years. Yeah. So like so a we don't know that the card actually made it into a box. Like I yeah. I would bet money on someone aping it out of like whatever factory they're in. Like I, yeah, I that would, happens. Yeah, that happens. That is yeah. the thing. Like unless they went through. And then they can't they can't put it in a pack they know they're putting it in because that like fucks up the whole thing too because yep. then someone's gonna know where it's going. Yep. Like they've created this but they impossible almost have to. scenario. They almost have to, right? Because the way that this shit's manufactured and packaged, right? Yeah. Because like it's all printed on sheets. Those sheets get cut by a machine. They mm-hmm. get packed by a machine. Yeah. So if you ha- just like have a random extra card that. There's just one of. Yeah. You almost have to hand pack it. Yeah. 
and then hand put it in a bo- in a box and yeah. then ship it to someone on purpose. Yeah. This and this requires like a lot of trust like like did they pull did they bring security in like when they were putting this card away like did, yeah. you know how did they what was the process of putting this card in the package yeah like i a i don't know that the card actually exists i don't know that i believe it actually exists because like yeah you 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 you've created an interesting idea around a thing mm. and you've put the media out there and you've created all of this uh, buzz, buzz yeah. about it right you're going to get some people who I mean, are going to go out and like spend that money and just maybe they just buy one pack. You know, what if I get the one card, right? But so then yeah. you have all these receipts and all these trails of all these people getting these packages and get like everything's recorded now. Everyone yeah. knows where everything went. Yeah. But what if? What if it is on that one, that one fucking box? I mean, the chances are the same of someone getting it as someone not getting it. Yeah. So here's the other thing. You said, what if it's like a package that's damaged by. UPS and they don't deliver it. They just throw it in the trash. Yeah. There was a Reddit post. I don't remember if I told you about this. There was a Reddit post a few months ago uh, that I talked about in uh, the Magic line group that I talked about this with some other people that we know that play Magic still. Um, I'm in it just because I like talking about the game. But uh, um, I posted it in there. A guy was... I don't know what he was doing at the dump, but he was at the dump and he happened upon multiple pallets of boxes that had been discarded. Okay. Multiple pallets. Yeah. That's a lot. Of boxes of boxes of magic cards. That's a fucking lot of magic cards. I think he said there were eight pallets. I'm not sure if I'm remembering that correctly or not, but each box is a case. And if you remember from when we talked about buying cases of magic cards, each case is six boxes. And those were eight foot tall pallets. That's a fucking lot. That's a whole lot of fucking magic cards that got thrown away in a fucking dump. Yeah. And it was like it was a uh, it was oh it was a uh, modern master or not modern modern horizon two I think okay. yeah. which is actually like a premium set that was more expensive than other sets have been recently. Yeah. So it was like probably a couple hundred thousand dollars worth of cards unopened, at least. Yeah. That's fucking insane. And it didn't so, look like they were like water damaged or uh, yeah. I have no idea why they were gotten rid of. Yeah, it was it was just time. They had too many. Yeah. Like that happens all the time in department stores. Yeah. Like, you know, or I hey, mean, our Amazon. distribution center, we're not sending these out anymore. So we gotta throw them away. So we take them to the local dump and we dump them. Yeah. So so yeah, so like what happens when the card is never pulled? Yeah, when it's never like, pulled, it's they ne- can't I mean they'll they'll they might have some sort of proof that they like printed it, but they're not going to have like proof that it was delivered to anyone. Yeah. Which then becomes false advertising, which then turns into thousands of lawsuits. Yeah. Like I I think this might be the thing. Like I've been saying for a while, you know I've been saying for a while that magic needs to die. Like it consumes too much of the market. It yeah. is not the game it used to be. For me, and I understand thinking differently and like, you know, feel free to disagree with me. For me, 
like when they started using other IPs for the thing that they have established for years, that was when I was like, what is going on? Why are they in so much trouble? Yeah, I, I like, I didn't necessarily think it was that they were in trouble. I just thought it was just like they're reaching for new audiences uh, to try and grow beyond what they need to do. Because like magic has been so strong for so long that it's literally kept game shops open. Uh, Yeah. From my time working with game shops a Mm -hmm. few years ago, this is something that I've talked to a couple of them about is that like some of them didn't have strong magic, the gathering uh, communities. And they were like, and other people were asking them how they survived without it because, like, they were used to other game shops where all they actually cared about was magic. Yeah. Because that's all that they sold. They would have Warhammer, they would have D&D, they would have Hero Clicks, they would have every other board game and miniature game and everything. They would have a little bit of stock of it yeah. because of sometimes people would come in and they would ask for it. And that's what they thought they should have when they started their game store. But they just sat on all that stuff because the only thing that was selling was magic. Yeah. Because magic is played pretty much everywhere. Yeah. Where, like, you have to have a lot of people to play, like, Warhammer. Yeah. And those people have to have a lot of money. Yeah. Right? Where, like, you can pay $25 and have a deck or two in magic. Yeah. And you can play. You're probably not going to win against somebody that has a lot of money. Or that's, like, played it a lot, but, like, you can play. Yeah. You can play the game. You don't have to spend thousands of dollars to have an army like you do in fucking Warhammer. Yeah. And that was, I mean, that's something that just happens, like, with with the trading card games. Like, eventually they become pay-to-win games. Yeah. Like, that, that, because of the nature of the game and them being, you know, they were intended for people to trade cards to get better cards, right? But what happened when all those nerds stopped being kids and got jobs like yeah it, it became like into... hey this this card is worth this much in my opinion and then yeah. that gets solidified by it being sold on ebay yeah. or through a secondary seller so then right. you know that's how you get your your standardized values and they go up or down depending on you know it's a market yeah and then people started buying the cards specifically to flip them so they're yeah. not going to come out and say hey these cards aren't resellable yeah. even though that was something they could have done for the player base they could have put a ban on resells. They that, could have tried, but that, it wasn't well, even I mean, work. it would have turned into like a black market thing. But with yeah, as I mean, much use matter. of the internet today, like they, you, I mean, you can put you can put resell bans on certain things, and if they if they could get the game listed as like a privatized or itemized, uh, that would be entirely too much work like, for them. It would be a lot of work. It would be a lot of work. It's plausible, is all I'm saying. Um, maybe not, not, at the maybe scale. not plausible, but not at the scale that it's at. Like, <laughs> no, they couldn't do it now. No, and no. like, they would have been hard pressed to do it at the time it turned into like this huge secondary thing. But so, like, the nature of the game is that it any trading card game that doesn't have uh that that doesn't have contained core sets and boosters like yeah. is going to or like turn accepted into, decks like this that you have to play from these five decks or whatever yeah yeah is going to turn into a pay-to-win game yeah so you know we hit that stage and a long then, time ago yeah long time ago long long time ago probably late 90s i mean you can collect to win but like you also like you're still paying to win because you have to find the shit yeah and then and then you get into basically so, gambling yeah, so they had already hit that stage, and then now we're in like the later stages of, and maybe it was them trying to reach a wider audience. But my question would be, 
Why did they need to reach a wider audience? Because they were bought by Hasbro. So Hasbro pushed them to reach a wider audience? Yeah. So if you talk... We're talking a long time about this. Maybe this is all we're going to talk about at the end of this episode. I think... I think I think I'm gonna cut this into its own thing. Okay, this is good stuff. Um, so we'll need to like tack on like a ending for DQP dust. That's fine. Uh, so I think what happened was because I think a lot of this stuff happened after Hasbro Bottom, but I think what happened was, um, Magic was chugging along at a good rate. Staying kind of the same, but you know it still had the hang the the, the problems that you have with a trading card game, yeah. a collectible trading card game. Like basically buying every pack is gambling. You have the pay to win aspect, the huge secondary market that you're not getting a cut of, so on and so forth. But yeah. they were they they just they kept chugging along at that pace, right? They put out more sets to try and make more money, so on and so forth. They were yeah. still growing, but it wasn't like they weren't like reaching really, right? So then Wizards gets bought by Hasbro. Okay? Yeah. So now they have a parent company. Yeah. And I think what happened was either Hasbro put pressure on them to make larger gains than they had previously, which Uh you can also see changes uh, in Dungeons & Dragons and other Wizards of the Coast stuff when Hasbro bought them. Yeah. Some of it for the better. They got like a lot of good stuff from like uh partnering with WizKids for um miniatures uh yeah. of their own and stuff like that. Yeah. Where they had had problems with miniatures before where like everything was from other companies and when they tried to make miniature stuff it kind of got rejected. Yeah. But um a lot of people buy the WizKids miniatures already because they have Pathfinder ones, they have the Heroclix, and they have like other miniatures that they make. They, they're they owned by NECA, which is really popular ma- uh, manufacturer of action figures and uh, higher quality models, yeah. uh, larger busts and stuff like that. Um, so there's the, all that infrastructure there that they like partnered into. I think that happened when Hasbro bought them. Um so that was a good thing that happened. But some of the other stuff is like some of these new things that are happening with Dungeons and Dragons where people are like mad about uh, the direction they're going with like uh, DD1 or whatever the fuck that was called. Uh, Beyond. Beyond. Well, there was like another thing. Um, the subscription thing? Yeah. It was like they were they were basically going to make a new edition the, after 5th. Yeah, there was like a third party... Yeah, I know what you're talking about. But I don't yeah, know there was exactly like a bunch of controversy called. and stuff surrounding Dungeons and Dragons as well. Like some of the bad stuff that Hasbro, I think, has like kind of pushed them or like um, the CEO of Wizards of the Coast actually became the CEO or like a higher executive of Hasbro. Yeah. Because they they had transformed Wizards so much since they had been bought by Hasbro and like gained so much. Yeah. That they were like, oh, hey, you're awesome. Just do ev- do that for everything that we have. Yeah. And I think that's like either that person had a lot of pressure put on them and they excelled at gaining ground with mm-hmm. the changes that they made because I think that's when they uh, started going after the secondary market and um, speculation Yeah, with like the set boosters and the collector boosters and all the the crossovers. Yeah. Um, I think they did actually see initial gains from that. Um, and that person got a bigger job and a 
pay bump. Yeah. So either that person had pressure on them and they excelled and they got a better job or they saw the opportunity to get a better job if they did what they were asked or did better than they were asked. And that's why this happened to everything at Wizards of the Coast. Yeah. Um, and this, that's all speculation. Like, I, I'm, I know that that person leapfrogged up in the company yeah. to outside of Wizards of the Coast, but like, I'm not sure why that happened. But all of these changes to Magic, all these changes to D&D, all these changes to like other Wizards of the Coast stuff, it all coincides with the purchase by Hasbro. Yeah. And what, so, so kind of where I was going was what killed it for me because like I I didn't like I didn't and I don't know like how the magic community feels I know you might be a little bit more like informed on that so mm. you know tell me if there's anyone that feels the same way no go for but, it but uh, when they started releasing the alternate IPs for magic yeah it killed, started with D and D killed the killed it for killed magic specifically for me because you had so many years of all this like whimsical fantastic like so it the lore was so much different than like yeah so many other things one of my favorite things about magic was the lore like all of those little or actually i think godzilla was first yeah i think godzilla was first um because i was i was kind of like i was like oh that's okay that's a kind of neat thing like don't yeah. don't allow it in like tournament play and like stuff like that and just you know it's just whatever yeah, sure. like a little fun thing you did on the side there and then they kept doing it yeah they, they were also alternates <laughs> right they weren't they weren't um they were like alternate art alternate named versions of similar cards of the oh, same card i think yeah the the godzilla ones were yeah. i think i'm not 100 yeah. percent on that i don't I'm, i mean but I then later know. ones were full-on full sets yeah. Right. Because you have like the the Transformers ones were not was not a full set, but it was they were actually different cards. I have some of them. They're ridiculous. Yeah. Um, the D and D ones is a is like two or three whole sets. Yeah. Um, and and uh, they also had uh, commander decks and everything. Like they were whole sets. Um. Yeah, so so now to me you've gotten away from the one of the core aspects of the game that was so fun and so cool to figure it out. Like yeah. cuz all the like they did a Warhammer one. Yeah, all the like texts and stuff on the cards was like characteristically based on like the character the lore and the that lore they had created yeah for each, the for the games each set and like when they incorporated like the planeswalkers it got even better because you like got to know those characters through the cards and yeah. like and how these could, worlds were connected and yeah, stuff yeah and like the little information books that came with like the bo- the booster the box boosters fat packs fat packs they used to be called fat packs now they're called bundles because fat is bad oh saying stuff's fat is bad <laughs> okay it's a fucking box. It's like Zombicide. You, they're not called fatties anymore. They're called brutes. Oh, okay. Um, I mean, I mean, whatever. <laughs> I don't know. But so, like, so, like, just the that switch from like, hey, focusing on like our IP because now it's not just their IP. It's not just other Magic IPs, the yeah. Gathering. It's all these other IPs, and that was like, that was the thing that I loved about the game. Yeah, I think they're supposed to get reciprocation, though, right? Because, like, there's a whole uh, Magic the Gathering D&D 
setting that's supposed to be coming out or has come yeah. out. I don't remember if it's out yet, out yet or not. Uh, there's definitely been uh, the WizKids miniatures of like planeswalkers and stuff. Yeah. Um, shit like that. So like they're getting reciprocation sort of in some of that stuff. There's there's action figures. Yeah. Um, and like I think I think the addition of that stuff is cool. And to also to me, and it might like be like cognitive dissonance or like hypocritical. Like the like the D and D is like like you could reskin D and D for lots of things. Like that's one thing. Right. I feel like that's a different thing because when you get the book, you're like, Oh, I'm playing magic. The gatherings version of D and D. Whereas yeah. like when you're playing magic, the gathering, it's not like you're not like I'm playing D and D's version of magic, the gathering. Like it just doesn't, it doesn't feel the same to me. Yeah. Well, I think also like that's because like, Two reasons. One, because like 99% of the life of uh, magic, it's been not one setting really, but like one continuous lore. Yeah. Because like they've gone through several settings, but they've connected that with the planeswalkers and some of the characters and stuff. Yeah. Um, several different worlds and realities and dimensions and shit, but it's all part of the same lore. Did we just lose the whole episode? I hope not. We'll find out when we're done. That's real weird. Yeah, because that's not very long. No, it like has all this blank space now. Yeah, I know. It's like trying to load it. Uh, I don't know. It's being weird. Just keep going. We'll figure it out afterwards. Oh, my God. Technical issues. We have like half of a talk about magic. Um... <laughs> I think that's why that feels so weird, right? Yeah. Because, like, 99% of the time, it's been one thing, right? Where, like, D&D has had several different settings, right? You had, like, yeah. the original setting, which is sort of Greyhawk, but you had Greyhawk. You had Forgotten Realms, Dragonlance, Planescape, yeah. Eberron later, you know, all that stuff. But... Like, if you had started playing in the 70s or 80s and then gotten up to, like, Forgotten when Forgotten Realms was released, you'd have probably have the same... Like, what is this? This isn't fucking D&D. Yeah, potentially. I, it could just be a byproduct of me being old. That's, that's one reason. The second reason is they've come out with so fucking many of them in the last two years. <laughs> uh, yeah. They've, it's like two or three sets of fucking Dungeons & Dragons... A whole set of uh, of commander decks that are Warhammer 40k. This summer, there's the Lord of the Rings thing. The Transformers thing was last fall or winter or something. Yeah. Like, it's just all of it is coming at the same time. Like, they're putting out sets that still connect to the old lore, but, like, they also are putting out all this other stuff concurrently, and it's, like, all at the same time. Yeah. So, like, I feel like that's that's the biggest problem for me is that they weren't just like, Hey, Oh, cool. We did this one D and D set. That was fun. And then like a year later, they're like, Oh, we're going to do one more random crossover. Yeah. They're like, they did one and they're like, Oh fuck, we're going to sell so many of these fucking things. Yeah. You can't even fucking believe it. Here we go. Dumping them on your dick. Let's go. Yeah. I think that's the biggest problem for me. Like I quit playing a long time ago just because like, 
it was another money sink and i've like yeah. quit several games because of that right you know money and time um but like i bought the D stuff and then it kind of got me back into magic a little bit for a while and i bought a bunch of stuff yeah and then i was just like this is dumb what am i doing <laughs> stop stop spending money on they this. got you they did get me um, which like i mean i get it like i i see the appeal and like you know how interesting it is to like see this other stuff that we've two been things into, that like, i like mixing yeah, together yeah is it peanut butter and jelly no it's not it's not it's not as good as peanut butter and jelly <laughs> it's not as good as oreos and cheesecake yeah but you gotta try it first i gotta to try know, it right? yeah. yeah find out yeah so i i, I think that I just I don't know. As have you seen anyone else like talk about it like that? Like um, just like being well, most of the guys that, most of the guys in that group are like um, if it's something that they're a fan of, they're like that's really cool. But a lot of times it's just too expensive now. Yeah, like that's a lot of what I'm getting from what the other people are talking about. Like Bill from Indy, um, he was buying like a box of uh, set boosters, like mm. every set that came out. Yeah. just to like have some of each set and get some cool shit it was like the middle ground right because like it used to be you bought a box of boosters and i used to buy like uh either a fat pack a bundle or like a handful of boosters every time a set came out yeah like even after i had quit i still kept buying some stuff occasionally and uh he's he's basically stopped doing that because it's like it's too expensive like i don't play all the time anymore because yeah. like we used to do booster drafts at his house yeah you know and that was super fun and we all yeah, played like, magic we would play magic like every fucking friday or saturday yeah for like 12 or 15 sets we like did booster drafts yeah and we did like we would just play games like for hours yeah it was like oh it's been three months it's time for another booster draft yeah now there's a set coming out every other month too much yeah it's too much it's too much too fast and it's getting too expensive. Like everything keeps going up in price. It was going up in price before inflation was a thing. Now it's going up more and stuff. It's like, yeah. Cause like inflation's always been a thing, but it was like, it was like three or $4 for the longest time for a fucking booster pack of cards. And now it's like six bucks. Yeah. When I started playing again as an adult, it was still $3 for a booster. Yeah. And then now it's like, if you buy one, if you buy one at, uh, Walmart, I think it's five, four fifty or five dollars. I think it's five dollars or five fifty. Uh, if you're the 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 stupid ass, dumb fucking chump that buys them at Fye, they're like eight dollars for a regular booster what pack. The fuck? I don't fucking know, dude. I, hey, I'm I, telling everyone right now. That's where the one ring's gonna be. Oh FYE. my god. It'd probably FYE. be like seventy dollars for a collector's a collector's pack. <laughs> I went to Fye because, like, if I go to the mall, I go into Fye because they got a just bunch of random shit, right? Yeah, and I just story. like look. I'm always just looking around, wasting time. If I go to the mall, yeah. and it's a good place to waste time. You look at some records, look at some pops, look at some random pop culture shit that they think is gonna sell. They have a bunch of random anime shit, and I don't know why they have it, um, but they do. And I was like about to walk out, and I saw they had this little uh, spinning 
uh, four-way thing, right? Yeah. With like, you know, the ones that the gas station always have sunglasses on it. Yeah. But it had like keychains and shit on it. But the the one that was facing out when I was walking out and happened to look back was magic. And I was like, oh shit, they have magic cards at fucking FYE. That's crazy. And I went over and looked <laughs> at it and it was like eight or nine dollars for a fucking se- a regular booster. A regular draft booster That's in the blister pack. Fucking nuts. They had the uh, the regular bundles that are like 40 bucks now. Yeah. They had one of the regular bundles sitting on top of the thing. And I pulled it down and it was 75 bucks. I was like, what the fuck are they doing? Why is it this expensive? So don't buy... fuck. If you buy magic cards, don't fucking buy them at FYE. You're getting ripped the fuck off. Yeah, for sure. Buy them on buy them on Amazon if you don't have a local game store. If you have a local game store, keep them alive. Yeah. If you're going to buy magic cards, but please yeah, god, don't chase this one ring. It's going to be so expensive to even like enter the race for this. Yeah, you're you're I bet I bet the chances of winning the Powerball are better. I imagine. Like or close. Cause like yeah, it's either it's close to the same or something. Like I, I, I am astonished. I think it's hilarious. Yeah. I think it's a great thing for them to do because it, we either like turn out great for them or b- bankruptcy. Yeah. <laughs> like I don't think it, they're gonna go bankrupt, but like no, probably not. They have too much. I don't. I don't think that's. I don't think that's gonna happen. I don't. I don't know that necessarily anybody's gonna open it oh one of the things about that hundred thousand dollar bounty is like the person that dan brock guy yeah didn't want you to tell anyone or publicize that you got it yeah because someone's gonna come kill you well no because someone's gonna outbid him oh yeah That's true too. <laughs> he wants it for a hundred thousand because yeah. he knows he can make bank on it. This, this whole thing reminds me of uh, the Joker in the Dark Knight. Yeah, <laughs> it's all like this guy's gonna die. Yeah, <laughs> like someone's gonna kill him. Yeah, like, this whole thing. Like Batman ain't gonna save you in his Lamborghini, guys. Like yeah. you're gonna get hit by that redneck in the truck. Okay. Yeah, and then he's gonna take your magic card with his dirty paws. Yeah. Dude, I was like, I read about it and I was like, just like laying, well, one, I read about it and then like I, I fell asleep on the couch and then I, I woke up and I couldn't sleep. Yeah. So I was just like laying in bed thinking about it and I was like, how the fuck would th- that even work? Like, how do you contact Post Malone to tell him that you want the million dollars for this card? Like, how do you talk? How do you get through to that kind of person unless you do it publicly and other people boost you because you just said that you got this one thing that's yeah. a one of one and it's worth a million dollars and then you put a target on your back? Yeah. Like, how the fuck does that even work? Yeah. So this is what I'm gonna do. <laughs> All right, I'm gonna buy one, one, one pack. Uh-huh. Okay, and if I get the one ring to rule them all, yeah. I'm going to burn that motherfucker on video for YouTube. That is not an original <laughs> idea. Oh, shit. <laughs> the, the thing that I keep seeing is like, somebody needs to somebody needs to get it. And then they need to go to like Hawaii or something and throw it into a volcano. <laughs> <laughs> I, think, I saw like... that like 10 times in the comments section <laughs> on Reddit about this card. I was like, that's fucking fantastic. I thought everyone would be too hard to think of that, but... No, no. <laughs> too many um, internet trolls were like, do it live on Facebook. Yeah, dude. Take TikToks and Instagram Reels, man. You'll be famous. Yeah. Yeah, we would... But, I mean, that's all we would need. Like, I don't need to hawk it. Yeah. We'd have all the followers. Yeah. 
Did you see the video of that guy throwing that million dollar card into the fucking <laughs> volcano in Hawaii? That was fucking crazy. And then he Who fell into that? it and they fell oh, into shit. it and died. <laughs> I would probably have to fake my own death afterwards. Oh. Yeah. I don't know, man. Some 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 of these people. Somebody would be mad, but like yeah. fuck them. Oh yeah. People get death sure. threats all the time. Hold it hostage. <laughs> fucking the president calls me. Dude, if we made like a fucking <laughs> fake ISIS video and like just sitting in the chair, you know, we're like all standing around and fucking like uh, shimags. Yeah. With our faces covered and like a fucking Indiana flag behind us. <laughs> and like there's like a fucking like shitty rinky dink chair sitting in front of us and we all got like AKs. And we get like the person in the front's got a fucking uh, Gerber machete, and he's holding it up to the to this card sitting in the chair. <laughs> somebody's got like a voice changer, and they're like, "We're holding this card hostage." I need the president to call me at this number. That'd be the funniest shit. So then, like Biden calls, right? Because he has to. I mean, there's no, there's no. He doesn't not get to. He has to at this point. Like half of the country is enraged. So Biden fucking calls, and he's just and he he thinks he's insane. <laughs> like this is the moment he thinks he's insane. He's like, I'm 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 talking to this guy about a trading card. We're gonna need that one ring back. <laughs> it's a it's a card. It's a what? What is it? What what are we at? What are we talking about? A card for a game? Why am I calling this person? Where are my pills? <laughs> Oh, shit. Sir, I didn't vote for you, but it was an honor to talk to you. Uh, any sitting president. Uh, I didn't vote for Trump either. I just want you guys to know that. <laughs> Fuck both of those Woo. people. Um, yeah, third party. We yeah. lost the election for you Republicans. <laughs> <laughs> Not sorry. Um, but anyway... Um, it doesn't matter. We live in fucking Indiana. All our votes went, all our fucking electoral college went to Trump anyway. Yeah. Uh, but anyway. But in our soul, it matters. <laughs> our soul, it matters. We voted with our hearts. Uh, but, uh, no, oh, that'd be fucking hilarious. All of that is completely ridiculous. <laughs> but yeah, I don't know. Like, I it's, think it's a movie. It's, it's interesting <laughs> because, like, they're doing this thing and I think they're reaching for a, a broader audience and somebody came up with a crazy marketing idea and they ran with it. Yeah. Um, yeah. Like I applaud the guy for coming up with it. Like this sounds one of the dumb, like one of the dumbass ideas like I would come up with while I'm on the toilet. Burt Kreischer came up with this idea. Yeah. <laughs> like, like, no, this, this idea is hilarious. No, it's and funny. especially to do it for the Lord of the Rings set for the one ring. It's perfect. Like, yeah. It's also beautiful. Have you seen it? No, I haven't seen it. I gotta show it to you. Yeah, let me see it. But yeah, the great idea. Hilarious. I can't believe it's actually happening. Yeah. <laughs> like, this is the world we live in now. Okay. Oh, the pre-sale for the regular ass version on TCG Player right now is Eighty-five dollars. Jesus, what does it do? Oh yeah, let's talk about what it does. Hold on a second. Let me show you the. Let me show you the special one. I think this is it. 
Yeah, I think this is it. But it doesn't look very foily in this picture, but... It's in Elvish. Shane, I can't fucking read that. Yeah, it's in Elvish. <laughs> yeah. Uh, that is rather pretty. Yeah. It's a pretty card. I like it. Uh, okay, so this is what it does. The one and I ring... also, because sometimes I'm on a delayed reaction, just realized why we should be throwing it into a volcano. <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ, Russell. <laughs> it's the one ring. Throw it into Mount Doom. Uh, okay, so the One Ring, it's a, it, it's, it's a legendary artifact, in case you have any idea what the fuck that means. It costs four colorless. Okay. It's indestructible. Okay, I like Unless it. you throw it into Mount Doom. Yeah. Um, what the fuck? I, never, I haven't read it yet. This is ridiculous. When the One Ring enters the battlefield, if you cast it, you gain protection from everything until your next turn. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> At the beginning of your upkeep, you there's lose... more. No, oh, there's lots more. Uh, well, not lots. Like two more things. Uh, At the beginning of your upkeep, you lose one life for each burden counter on the one ring. Okay. Okay. Uh, tap. Put a burden counter on the one ring, then draw a card for each burden counter on the one ring. So it's a, it's a draw card artifact, but that also protects you from everything for the rest of your turn and your opponent's next turn. That's fucking wild. That's so fucking ridiculous. Yeah. For four. Yeah. That's That's pretty cheap. So this is one of the other alternate arts. There's also like six versions of it. Oh, that's cool. I like that one better, yeah. actually. I like that one. Uh, okay, here's the... So there's four alternate arts. There's the regular one. And that is included in uh, drafter and, Draft and Set Boosters, the bundle, Gift Bundle, Collector Boosters, in all languages. There is a bundle alt art promo version. Oh, that it just comes in every bundle and gift bundle. And in collector boosters in all languages. So you can get the bundle alt art version, the one that I liked. Oh, really? I'm just buying the yeah, bundle. Pretty easy. Yeah. Hmm. And then there's an extended art version of the of the first one that's only in collector gift bundle because it has a collector box or booster and collector boosters in all languages and then the one of one one ring may be found in the collector booster in the gift bundle and only in or only in English language collector boosters Hmm. At least they narrowed the search down for us. Yeah. So it's only in English collector boosters. And the the collector booster may be included in a gift bundle. So the gift bundles are now 
Half again as expensive as they were. Oh my. This whole thing is ridiculous. Yeah, this is fucking wild. Excited to see how it plays out. Yeah, we'll see. Uh, day one, I want to make a fake card. Uh, like, get a fake version of it that you can't tell is fake on video. And, like, just post that I already have it so everyone stops fucking buying them. <laughs> oh, that's going to happen. <laughs> yeah. It's going to happen. For sure. Uh, people are curious if it comes with, like, a certificate of authenticity. I mean, it should. Yeah, like, it should. If one it's one of one. one, are you fucking yeah. kidding me? Things that are, like... When you open the box, should fucking confetti should shoot out. Like, come on. <laughs> yeah. But I like don't know. Fucking like you brings. open you open a box of collector boosters and there's a paper booster in there and you're like, oh my god, <laughs> I yeah. got it. Fucking box better be magic, like actual magic. Like I open it and it brings my closest dead relative back to life too. Or at least you turn invisible. Oh fuck, that's better. Um, but anyway, sorry, uncle. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> <clears throat> yeah, no, like yeah, it's fucking wild. So I don't have anything nearly as long-winded to talk about as that. Oh, okay. I figured I'd wrap it up with a couple headlines since we didn't do the weekly this week. Oh, yeah, okay. Uh, Super love this first headline. Yeah? Super love this. Super, super fucking love this. I don't even know who she's playing yet, but Mia Goth has joined the cast of Blade. Oh, yeah. I saw that. Yeah. I'm into that. I'm super into that. Let me... I hope she's a vampire. Probably the main bad guy. Oh, yeah. No, because then they'll kill her super quick. Like the first movie. I mean, they're gonna... Yeah, I know. That's all I got for that one. Okay. Uh, and then the next one, there was a big announcement last week. Oh, did you know that she played the main final girl in X and the old woman? She played Pearl in X, and then she played Pearl in Pearl? Oh, no, I didn't know she played... I didn't know she played yeah. the old woman. I didn't know she played the old woman. Yeah. Huh. Yeah. Neat. That's weird. I still need to watch this. Yes, very neat. <laughs> gotcha. I still need to watch this. I yeah. want to watch this. Um, and then my next one, uh, this was announced a couple weeks ago, uh, Death Clock is making a big return this year with a Metalocalypse feature-length film. Sweet. A soundtrack for that film. Actually, I'm not sure how I feel about that. The soundtrack? For no, the I'm into the soundtrack. I don't know about the feature link film. Oh, really? Yeah, continue. Uh, Death Album 4, uh-huh. which is not the soundtrack for the feature link film. Uh-huh. So we'll get two new Death Clock albums essentially this year. Okay. Uh, and then they also announced a nationwide tour. Okay. Brennan Smalls and some random people? Yeah. Because he's Death Clock. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, so the reason I'm not sure about the feature length movie is because the 15 minute episodes are infinitely better than the half hour episodes. Yes, I do agree with that. But the like the almost hour long opera was pretty good. Mm. So um, I feel like they just didn't know how to. I feel like they had the format down, and, and then, then they jumped to something else and they were like whoa wait a minute yeah and then they tried to go they tried to go to like the stand because those half hour episodes feel very much like a half hour sitcom yeah and it just doesn't it didn't work the same yeah. but the 15 minute episodes are are much better so yeah. i'm hoping 
feature length film won't suck. Yeah. Uh, but, basing most but, of that off of the last thing that the last thing that came out for Metalocalypse was the opera. Is this in association with uh, Cartoon Network or not? That I do not know. Because I know that was like a huge like I think there was like I know there was contract disputes, but I don't know if there was like a lawsuit. Maybe that's why we're getting all of this this year. Maybe that's why because he'd been making it for forever, and then finally yeah. like that got settled, or he got back with them, or got yeah. Cut from them I or think, something. I think Death Opera came out. Uh, do holy shit! Metalocalypse came out in two thousand six. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Metalocalypse TV movie. Oh, it, was, it was right at one hour. Uh, Metalocalypse: The Doomstar Requiem, a clock opera, is what it was called. Mm-hmm. Um. What year was that? That was two thousand thirteen. Yeah, so it's been 10 years. And the half-hour season was in 2012. Or no, they went back to 12 minutes. Yeah, they went back. Yeah, they did. The 22-minute. The 22-minute episodes was season three, and they went back. So in 2009 was the third season. 2009, 2010. And then 2012 was the Took a year off. season. Yeah. Um... But yeah, I don't know if it's in association with. I don't even see anything. Oh, there it is. There is no information on IMDb about it yet, other than it's going to be animated. Oh, that'd be super weird if it was live action. Dude. Get fucking, uh. What's that one dude that you love? Uh. That, uh. He has a podcast. Um. Is it the singer for Hatebreed? Oh, Jamie Josta? Yeah. Get him to play the fucking, uh. The singer? Nathan. Yeah. Nathan? No. <laughs> it has to be fucking Corpse Grinder. No. Okay. <laughs> you kidding me? That was made for Corpse Grinder. Yeah, that was all I had. All right. All right. That's going to do it for this week of not DQP Weekly. I'm not your boy, Shane. Not your boy. <laughs> and this is this is Russell. <laughs> Producer Russell. Uh, thanks for joining us on this random as fuck episode. You can find us on all your all of your or our social media accounts. Yep. Social media. Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, all those things. Uh, yeah, look we up didn't Drafty do a video Q. for this. Yeah, we didn't do a video. Uh, look up Drafty Q or Drafty Quarters Productions and you will find us. Also donate to our Patreon. One dollar a month. Bye! Bye. Don't let your meatloaf. Oh yeah, the meatloaf. Don't let it burn.